Hello, welcome to BL Portfolio Podcast coming from Business Lines in-house research team. At BL Research Bureau, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I am Sai Prabhakar, Principal Research Analyst. There was a lot of buzz last week in global financial markets when the US yields inverted. Why did it garner so much attention from the financial community and why is it important? To discuss this, we have with us Hari Vishwanath, Chief Research Analyst at BL Portfolio. Hi, Hari. Hi, sir. So, can you explain what this inverted yield means? Yes, sir. Uh, yield inversion is a strange and rare phenomenon that plays out in the bond markets. It's a case of long-term bonds yielding lesser than short-term bonds. Yield in simple terms is the annual interest rate by the price of the bond. So, what do we mean by long-term bonds yielding lesser than short-term bonds? It means the returns you will make on long-term bonds on an annual basis will be lesser than what you make on your short-term bonds. Currently, what has happened in the US bond market is that the two-year treasury bonds, by treasury bonds here are basically their government bonds. The two-year treasury bonds are trading at a yield of 2.46%, while the 10-year treasury bonds are yielding 2.39%. Uh, so if you actually see the 10-year uh, bond is giving you lesser returns than the two-year bond. Uh, this is not a normal thing because normally investors seek higher returns to commit to a long-term debt investment. That's because of two basic facts. The longer the time horizon, the higher the risks, whether it is the default risk or macro risks like say higher inflation that can reduce the worth of your investment. The way to understand this in simple terms is this way. If you have a five-year State Bank of India fixed deposit, or a Bajaj Finance deposit where uh, the yield of that five-year deposit is lesser than the two-year uh, deposit. If the five-year deposit is offering you lower interest rates than two-year deposits, would you even think of going for the five-year deposit? You would not. But that's precisely what is playing out in the US bond markets. What the bond market participants doing there are equivalent to you going for a long-term deposit with lesser interest rate than a short-term deposit with higher interest rate with the same counterparty. So it's a strange phenomenon. It happens once in a while. And when that happens, it's something to take note of and not to be dismissed. And so much of attention last week. So why exactly is that happening? So many a times, yield inversion is a signal that bond investors are getting concerned about long-term growth outlook. If growth outlook is weak, then uh, deflation is a bigger risk than inflation. And uh, if there is risk of deflation in the long term, you're, you're going to see interest rates come down. And hence, bond investors are ready to accept the current rates for the long term because they're of the opinion that interest rate few years down the line, let's say three or four years down the line, would be even lesser than what it is now. So they don't want to go for the two-year bond. They want to go for the 10-year bond. And uh, they believe it's a good rate to lock in. Besides, if their expectation turns out to be correct and more people flock to US long-term bonds as they are considered the best among safe havens. This would also mean they gain from principal appreciation. As more people go for the 10-year bonds, people have gotten earlier will also see the value of their principal moving up. So there are two advantages and that is why some bond investors are going for this. 
So what is the message that bond investors are sending now? They are sending a message that they are getting concerned about economic growth. As of Friday, some of the investors were happy to pass over a 2-year bond yielding 2.46% and buy a 10-year bond yielding 2.39%. So they are clearly giving a message they are concerned. Historically, uh, bond inversions have been a harbinger of recession in the US. Now these are the facts. Every recession in the US since 1950s has been preceded by an inverted yield curve. Once it has been a false alarm, so which is why you would uh, you would actually see some market participants, most likely the people who have been bullish on the market so far, they would still say that this is correlation does not mean causation. So they wouldn't be convinced that uh, this is a signal of an impending recession. But historically, you see, most times inversion has preceded a recession. So it cannot be ignored. Of course, the other thing to take note of here is that uh, the yield inversion needs to sustain for some time, at least for a few weeks to send a more convincing signal that a recession may be imminent. And finally, the fourth thing, which is what some market participants might like to focus on, the time gap between yield inversion and recession can be as short as a few months to as long as around two years based on past trends. So there has been a historical precedent of bond inversion happening, but markets continuing to go up for the next uh, 20 months. So yes, so these things have to be borne in mind. So what is the reason that they are getting concerned, the bond investors getting concerned? Yeah, the reason is because uh, it can be factored down to three points. Inflation, Fed response to inflation, and the Russia-Ukraine crisis. Inflation as a problem had been running out of control by second half of last year itself, but the Fed holding on to its view that it was transitory, that view turned out to be wrong. And so that problem has already blown a bit out of proportions and the Fed is behind the curve in controlling inflation. So US is having the highest inflation in nearly 40 years and that is a deep underlying problem. And uh, left unchecked, inflation on its own can destabilize growth. And now the second problem that is surfacing is that uh, after realizing that it has been a bit behind the curve, the Fed has now indicated that it's going to get very aggressive to control inflation. And uh, so basically, they have now indicated substantial interest rate hikes uh, during the course of the current year. None of it was expected uh, till few months back. And uh, during an interview I did last year with Dr. Mohammed El Arian, the former uh, chief of one of the world's largest asset manager, PIMCO, uh, he expressed concerns last year around May that every time the Fed has been late in responding to inflation and then they have got aggressive to control it, the US has ended up in a recession. And this appears to be one of the concerns that bond investors are reflecting now. And then you have the Russia-Ukraine crisis that has added fuel to the fire of inflation. This crisis, Russia-Ukraine crisis has added upward pressure on inflation while at the same time it is also applying downward pressure on growth. So all these three problems getting reflected in the bond markets. Okay, but why aren't the equity markets reflecting this concern? I'm reminded of a famous or rather infamous quote by the former chief of Citibank, Chuck Prince, during the peak of the subprime crisis in 2007. He said, as long as the music is playing, you've got to get up and dance. So equity investors uh, still have sentiment going for them after years of outperformance. And as I mentioned earlier, 
uh, inverted yield curve does not mean recession is coming tomorrow it could be an indication that recession is coming some equity investors may want to play the gap between now and the recession they may want more convincing data of uh, recession in front of them so uh, these are reasons why uh, equity markets are still not reflecting concerns like for example if you see in the 2007-8 subprime crisis the inversion happened towards end of 2006 but markets continued to rally in 2007 but at the same time this is not a reason for uh, equity investors to be casual as well because sometimes the gap can just be few months so you don't know what's going to play out but as of now investors have been accustomed to seeing good returns year after year since the bottom of the uh, housing crisis in 2008 so positive sentiment i think is what is still getting reflected in the equity markets so what do you think equity investors should be doing don't ignore the message the bond investors are sending what they think may play out they may be right they may be wrong but they shouldn't be ignored so that has to be factored and there is a quote in the markets stocks move up the stairs and come down the elevator so if you are a fundamental long term investor then you have to take cognizance of the risks piling up while at the same time key indices are trading at close to peak valuations unless you can ensure your stocks are not loaded onto the elevator a portfolio can take sudden hits when you don't expect it hence it is important to stay cautious as long as risk remain at elevated levels these are times that investors should not compromise on the value that underlies a stock and and they should also focus on margins of safety across their stock holdings and uh, like buffett says price is what you pay and value is what you get you need to ensure there is value in your stock for the price that is getting reflected in the stock markets ensure that of course uh this is, this does not mean we have to be cautious for extended periods of time as long as risks are elevated there is a case, and markets are at peak valuation that is a case to be cautious once this phase moves on which which could be either in terms of these inflation interest rates and russia ukraine issues getting sorted out or markets correcting to reflect better value uh, till then investors have to be cautious uh, they will get their chance to get aggressive at some point of time in the future till then it's prudent to wait for that thanks for the sound advice hari sure thank you that's it from us listeners if you found this podcast useful please like and share it we'll be back next week with another topic Thank you.